All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's not a good intro. How do we start this? We can just do Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. You do it. You start Welcome it. Welcome to the final episode of the Clean Slate Podcast. I like it. Something, something. <laughs> Welcome to the Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, <laughs> providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions and get your snacks and your drinks <laughs> for your entertainment. This is the Clean Slate Happy Halloween, the everybody! The dead you and the living is finished tonight. <laughs> guys, we don't know how to do a finale, um, obviously. But, guys, the devil's holiday. Okay, relax. Uh, it's Trunk <laughs> or Treat hey, Day. Hey, sorry. All Saints Day. All Saints Day. <laughs> guys, welcome to the For final episode of the 31 Days of Halloween. Carson and I are both wearing our shirts right now. We... Oh yeah! Hope. If you're in SoCal and you don't have your shirt yet, call me. Yeah, that's uh, guys. We had a delivery, really guys. Horrible, I'm sorry. Horrible um, time for the SoCal deliveries, but hey, all of you NorCal people got your shirts, and um, we've heard good reviews on all of them. Everybody kind of likes them. Um, I think Comfort Colors is, uh, is to blame for that. So thank you, Comfort Colors, and um, what is the company that we use for the shirt? They suck. Printful. Printful. Guys, do not use them. They suck. They're horrible. They're Okay, it's not their fault. Service. It's USPS's fault. Okay, guys. Also, the, the USPS <laughs> the government. Anyway, guys, we are here at the final day of the 31 days, and we got two good. I keep saying two good movies, but they're not. We have two good. We, two we have one really good movie. Films. We have one horrible movie, and we have some fun creepy pasta. To talk about, so guys, we're gonna jump right yes, into that, do. and we are gonna make this one a little bit longer because it's our finale. So, buckle up, get Long. your um, oh my god, that's scary. get your popcorns what and do my like my in ear was hanging from the ground. I mean, hanging from the desk, and it started <laughs> like touching my leg, and I was like, "What is <laughs> on my leg?" This um, is a giant, giant spider. Okay, let's just say first off, have you had? Like I remember last year, <clears throat> yeah, when we were doing this, I I was like messed up. I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do this again. This was because we were watching some pretty yeah. dark stuff, some dark crap, like man. Suspiria. We watched. Um, I love Suspiria though. We like, watched Possessor, watch but we didn't watch it. <laughs> and then we watched. Yeah, we watched it not for the podcast. And that movie that was probably the most disturbing one we watched. Yeah. So that movie messed me up. This time we we went a little bit lighter, but we also didn't because we did like Pearl and X, and then we did. Okay, there was a couple movies I watched outside of the podcast. Okay. One of them called Perfect Blue. It's an anime oh, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really messed me up because it deals with essay, like, oh. like graphically, and I was like, "What the crap the worst Halloween?" Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "This is not fun." And I was like, "I don't think we could talk about it on the podcast as much." So I was like, uh, 
because I texted you, I was like, we'll do something else because this isn't working. Right. <laughs> this is not a good one for the podcast. Great movie. Just be warned. But yeah. But overall, I'm, I feel not as disturbed. Yeah, I know. I feel like, okay, but has anything like I have noticed recently, like last night. Oh, gosh. I was on TikTok the other night. <laughs> and yeah. While I was like scrolling what? through stuff, I was starting to see creepy faces on normal people's faces when I was scrolling through TikTok. I was like, uh, what? Like I had to do double You're takes. Haunted, bro. I know. I was like, um, wait, Call that there was this one. I was just scrolling through TikTok and I saw this one like scare prank when this girl was hiding behind a door. Yeah. And like this person's walking toward the camera or whatever. But when I first looked at the girl hiding behind the door, her face looked really disturbing. And I was just like, Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like did a good. double take. and I was like, no, that's a normal person. It's spooky month. Yeah. So, um, that's good. That's a good thing. We haven't, ha- we haven't watched that many crazy things, but I feel like, uh, no. it's been, it's been tough. A little. I bit feel now. like we kind of started crazy and then it, it got a little bit more regulated. Yeah. We, we, although, to be fair, last time we literally watched these movies, like, the night we recorded. Like, the night yeah, we, we were actually recorded, doing, like, live like, <laughs> episodes. Every day. We're spreading things out, making it easier on ourselves now. Exactly. I will say, I've been very alert of UFOs lately. Interesting. I've been watching. I have a website. If you're interested, let me know, friends. Um, Ew, friends. I'm, I'm on the hunt. Shut up. It's programmed in my brain i know okay? i know but it was just so cringe <laughs> uh, before we get started guys i do want to say thank you to everyone for listening to this year's yes. halloween marathon we already got next year's plan so if you want to stick around keep listening to our show lots of reviews are on the way sorry i was trying not to burp into the microphone <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so we have more episodes on the way more fun to be had more horror more scary so mm. i think uh <clears throat> We're just going to start things out. We, we kind of want to talk about our favorite movies from this uh, this little marathon. And let us know what your favorites were. If you have watched all of them or a good chunk of them, let us know. Maybe we told you a movie was good that you thought was awful. Or maybe we said a movie was bad that you loved. Let us know. Because someone commented on one of the movies we hated on the Instagram. was like, I love this movie. And I was like, who is this? I don't know this person. Was it Quentin? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was some random they didn't have a single post or anything. Oh, was so it was a bot. It's probably Quentin's burner account. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you want to say what you're, you want to just give like two of your favorites? Yeah, this is this tough now because now that experience. I'm looking through all the movies, I'm like, there's some of them are really good. Are you doing like a first watch? Ye- we should do first watch. Yeah. Right? Oh, how about that? Yeah, we'll say what is our favorite best first watch from these. Because I know what yours is. What? I already know. You're going to do Rosemary's Baby. Mm, I wasn't. What? What were you going to do? I was going to do Pearl. Pearl? Oh, because you never watched Mm -mm. that. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Rosemary's Baby was up there. So, okay, this is really tough for me because there was a lot of them that I liked. I liked Pearl. I liked Rosemary's Baby. I liked One Cut of the Dead. And then I liked... Oh, that was good. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and then I liked Talk to Me. So, oh, Talk to Me was yeah, really I know. Good so too. there's a lot of good movies that we had in here that were <laughs> um pretty good. VHS was decent, but it wasn't. Shoot. It can't take a, a top spot. I really liked it, but it's not an amazing movie. But also, means. the ritual was decent too. Ugh, this is tough. 
Oh, I really enjoyed that. Okay, so. Okay, do you want me to go? I think I know mine. Okay, go ahead. So I'm going to go with, this is really weird for me because I feel like this is not what I would have picked. Oh my God, are like, you going to do Over the Garden list. Wall? I swear to God. <laughs> no, I've seen it before. Oh, okay. I'm, this is something I haven't seen oh, got before. It, got it. I have two. I have two and then I have a third one that's a bonus. Um, <laughs> what We Do in the Shadows oh, was a big surprise to me. Okay. I thought it was so good. I actually want to rewatch it like Halloween night. I'm going to make Alyssa watch it, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Because I really, I just thought it was so funny. The other one was Talk to Me. That movie actually stuck with me mm. still. Like I keep thinking about it, and that was probably the one of the scarier ones. Yeah, we watched. I'm gonna, I want to rewatch that one um, again for sure. But my bonus, because I keep thinking about this movie. Okay. But we did not watch it for this. Oh for my this god. <laughs> okay. The Exorcist. Ooh, you wait the newest one. No, the original. We watched it for our throwback mm. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have saved it for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because I seriously keep thinking about the movie. I'm like, that's that really is like one of the best movies ever made. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that's an amazing movie. I'm not ready to rewatch it. Yeah, no. But it's a fantastic. It was movie. good. I, I don't know if I would put it up there, but it was. It was like for the time, it was super creepy. It's so good. Yeah. I just keep thinking about like some of the quotes and like the ending is like really fantastic. But yeah. Anyways, so those are my those are my. Uh, my walk away favorites. I'm going to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do Pearl is probably the craziest, creepiest one that I liked so far because it just had, oh my God, it just had like, <sighs> it just had everything, you know, had the craziness. It had the gore. Yeah. It had the creepiness. It had like the, all that type of stuff. And then I would say talk to me was good. I, re- I want to rewatch it to, to see but also rosemary's baby was my was my standout one too um okay what about something that took us by surprise strong choices because i think by surprise yeah i would say one cut of the dead one cut of the dead was a surprise for me yeah it's just really unexpected original film yeah yeah we had a lot we had a good a good amount of picks this year but i don't know it just felt like we yeah they weren't scary I don't know if that's because we're desensitized. No, maybe we're <laughs> something's wrong with us. No, we didn't pick anything like too crazy, like purposely. I think we decided we didn't want to do that this year. Yeah, but also I feel like the super crazy ones, creepy ones, like we had already seen, like Insidious maybe. Haunt. Haunt was that's the one true. that took me by surprise. I did like Haunt. Really? Yeah. I know you did It wasn't didn't. for me, but I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I did like I'm Haunt. I'm glad you liked it. I want to watch uh, Hell House LLC next year maybe. Ooh, okay. Have you heard of that one? I heard it's really mm-hmm. good. It's same same vibe though. Another like evil haunted mansion thing or whatever haunted house. Thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's tons of movies that come out like, and that's the thing. People are like, "Are you gonna run out of movies?" I don't think we are because there's some movies that no. we're not watching like on purpose. That I feel like yeah, we're we, trying to save some big ones. Yeah, we're going to end up doing. But I feel like we had a lot of good options here. We just. Like, I think what you said, we should have it more organized. So we'll do like a a, a slasher week or a monster week in our 31 yeah, days. That would, that would be fun. Did you have anything that was like a good rewatch? You're like, oh, yeah, this was good to rewatch again. Yeah, I mean, I loved rewatching Chainsaw, um, mm. especially because we're playing the game together now. I think that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. But that's like an iconic movie for me rewatching Rosemary's baby with Alyssa was fun too. Okay. Um, just hearing her thoughts on the movie. Cause I thought she was going to hate it, but she really enjoyed it. 
Yeah, guys. So let us know. And also for next year, if you want to see us choose your favorite horror movie, we already have. I mean, Michael threw one in there for us. Um, the no one will save you. It was horrible, but we, we did it. It sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we can like reserve five episodes for our listeners um, next year. Listeners week. Yeah, listeners week. That'd be fun. So we should make it a vote and then throw in a like people's a couple of like, choice Christian films week. Yeah. Do visitation or three or something like that. Like, do we watch Saw or God's Not Dead? And then there's like a vote. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, cool. Well, let's jump into our last two movies and one special creepypasta yes. read to you by Carson Phillips. So tonight, guys, oh, we have watched Five Nights at Freddy's. And here is the logline. It just came out last Friday. So um, if you want to, go check it out and go. um, It's also on Peacock. Yes, or it is on Peacock, which is where I watched it. Okay. That's where I watched it too. (laughs) Here's the logline. A troubled security guard begins working at Freddy's Pizza. During his first night on the job, he realized that the night shift won't be so easy to get through. Pretty soon, he will unveil what actually happened at Freddy's. Ooh, Ooh, this movie made so much freaking money. Already? Dude. Over opening weekend? Yeah, and it came out on streaming. It went from $20 million, It's The budget was $20 million. Uh-huh. It made $132.7 million. Holy crap. It is the biggest opening for Blumhouse ever wow. at the moment. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. and. And the fact that it's also the most money a film has made that also came out at the same time on streaming. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Which is crazy. Honestly, that's a good move. Disney needs to figure that out. <laughs> dude, making this PG thirteen. Oh yeah. As much as I hate that it's PG thirteen, mm-hmm. is what made this movie a success because the fan base for Five Nights. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, it skews younger. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alyssa's little brother's super into Five Nights at Freddy's. Um. A bunch of people, yeah, are into this that are younger. So give them a little rundown of the whole the whole enchilada. Yeah. Yeah, this movie this enchilada has too many ingredients. Um so so we start out, there's this guy, he beats the crap out of someone for no reason. Yep. Josh uh, Hutcherson. Because he thought he was a kid. Yeah, Josh Hutcherson thought he was this guy was kidnapping someone. Yep. And so you kind of just slowly realize, like, this Mike dude, Josh Hutcherson's character, it has, like, trauma because his little brother was kidnapped when he was watching him yep. when he was younger. And he because he keeps snapping at his jobs and having, like, these mental breakdowns, he needs a new job. And he goes to, like, a – what do you call it? Like, a like an unemployment office yeah, or something. something Whatever like it's called. They facilitate all those jobs. Uh, a, like a temp agency or something, job recruiter. And Matthew Lillard, you know him from Scooby-Doo. He plays Shaggy. You also know him from Scream, where he's the killer in Scream. One of the killers. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the that like 20-year-old movie. And, yeah, so basically he offers him this job at the, what is it, Foz, whatever the, what's the name of the stupid entertainment center? Freddy Fosbear's Pizza. And there's these creepy animatronic guys there created by Jim Henson Company, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and... Which is super random, but still. Yeah, so created by them, and they're hanging out. And he also, he has a guardianship of his little sister, who he's kind of basically her surrogate parent at this point mm-hmm. because his parents are gone. They're out of the picture. And things start to go bump in the night, specifically when 
Mike is sleeping. Uh, he has like these nightmares of these kids, these dead kids, and he's trying to get them to help him find his brother. And basically these animatronics are also coming to life. And there's this whole thing. It almost feels like two different movies, to be honest. But yeah. Yeah, that's the the animatronics end up being very friendly with his sister and a lot happens after that. I don't want to spoil the whole movie, yeah. but that's the kind of the rundown overall. Okay, cool. So let's do likes and dislikes and then we got we'll move on to um our next mo- or our our next segment. So for oh. overall likes, it was really well shot. I thought the cinematography was good. The music yeah. wasn't horrible. Um, the acting was a bit mid, but overall this movie flopped for me. Like I, I genuinely hated it. Um, like the <laughs> animatronics were for me, you said they're all practical, but for me, they looked so two dimensional that I just could not get mm-hmm. on board. I was like, wait, what? The, the, especially the little, um, fair. the little one that was like an apple or a bird. It looked like an angry bird. The cupcake. Yeah. The cupcake. <laughs> it looked like an angry bird. I told Alyssa that one's her. I was like, you're the cupcake. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, there was just like, so it was just not enjoyable for me to watch even like the beginning. So the beginning I thought was going to be really, really good. I I thought I was like, oh, cool. This guy's been through some stuff and now that's going to play out here. And then they just played it out way too long here. And I was like, oh my gosh, we did not need all of this. And, and also the, the finale was really, really predictable like that. I it was just lackluster. The too. second I that character from the came beginning, on, yeah, I was like, the second the character came on, I was like, oh, this is this is that. I mean, maybe we're supposed to already know that because of like the pre-existing lore or something, uh-huh. but I'm not sure. Um, correct us if we're wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, for me, my likes, I liked the animatronic suits. I thought they looked really good. Um, maybe it's because I'm a Jim Henson fanboy. That's very possible. Okay. Um, I agree that visually it looks pretty good overall. Like it doesn't look bad at all. Like there's no nothing really ugly about it in my opinion. I think it looks decent. Some shots actually were pretty cool too. And then I just really I thought the performances were good overall. I like Josh Hutcherson. I think he's actually an underrated actor. I think. The main issue with this for me is the script for him isn't as good, so it makes his performance not as good. Matthew Lillard, he's just cool to see in a movie. I don't, he's not good or bad as an actor. He's mm-hmm. just himself at this point in my mind, so it's kind of hard to even like judge his acting. But so the biggest disappointment for me, like I enjoyed like the first like thirty minutes of this, yeah, and was like okay with it, but then just nothing happened. Like I feel like these animatronic monsters. Don't kill anybody, really. And when they do, because it's a PG-13 movie, you don't see the consequences of this killing. There there was one very violent thing that did happen, though, that was unexpected for me for this movie, for PG-13. Okay. Uh, someone gets chopped in half. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. For PG-13, that is wild. And there's no blood, mm-hmm. but still. Um, yeah, so I was just disappointed because I just feel like nothing happened. I was just, It felt like a waste of time halfway through because – you would think like maybe it would look more like the game where he's like looking at the security cameras and trying to lock them out and like trying to survive. But I feel like there's never any moments of him trying to survive really. Like there's no running from the bad guys or hiding or anything like intense. Like the intensity was all around his dream sequences yeah, and like, and like unraveling this mystery about his missing brother. But I just thought those were such a waste of 
time. Like, it, like they're, they're, there's no scares in those scenes. They're just, it's just plot for plot's sake. It just <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. And maybe some people will have fun with this, but it just really, the fun was supposed to be these animatronics going crazy, right? Yeah. Like even, I don't know. I just think they could have done this. This movie was kind of a letdown overall. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even what's the Nicolas Cage one we watched that was basically the same thing? Oh, um, Willy's Wonderland. Yeah. That's a better movie. It really than this. is. That's a way more fun movie. And even if this was PG-13 still, I feel like they could have made it a more fun film overall. And maybe it's because I don't get the court. Like, it's kind of quirky. Like they take a taxi with one of the animatronics, mm-hmm. which I don't know. It was just. I thought that was stupid. Yeah. But maybe that's supposed to be fun. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Um, I'm glad it did well, though. Uh, you know, maybe Blumhouse will use this money to make some good movies out there. Another Invisible Man, or hopefully, you know, give the dire- get just give the director of Invisible Man more movies or Upgrade Two would be cool because <laughs> he directed the first Upgrade, and I just like seeing him use those Robo cameras. Super sick. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, well, guys, that'll do it for the Five Nights at Freddy's. You can go check it out in theaters still, or it is on. Um, Peacock, yeah, I would say it's pro- probably the biggest letdown so far of this. Yeah, no, no, our really days. We're just reviewing it so we get more listeners, pretty much. <laughs> We're just fan servicing <laughs> it. Um, but guys, now we yeah. have a little special segment from Carson himself. This is like Larry's um, song, Larry's special song from uh, Veggie Tales. Silly songs, with yeah, Carson. silly songs with Carson. Silly pastas with Carson. Yeah, I actually haven't read this guy, so uh, and it's an ad in between every paragraph. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to read you guys a scary story. Daniel's going to make it sound cool with some sound effects. All right, here we go. Cue sound effects. In 1983, a team of deeply pious scientists conducted a radical experiment in an undisclosed facility. The scientists had theorized that a human without access to any senses or ways to perceive stimuli would be able to perceive the presence of God. They believed that the five senses clouded our awareness of eternity, and without them, a human could actually establish contact with God by thought. An elderly man who claimed to have nothing left to live for, was the only test subject to volunteer. To purge him of all of his senses, the scientists performed a complex operation in which every sensory nerve connection to the brain was surgically severed. Although the test subject retained full muscular function, he could not see, hear, taste, smell, or feel. With no possible way to communicate with, or even sense the outside world, he was alone with his thoughts. Scientists monitored him as he spoke aloud about his state of mind in jumbled, slurred sentences that he couldn't even hear. After four days, the men claimed to have heard hushed, unintelligible voices in his head. Assuming it was an onset of psychosis, the scientists paid little attention to the man's concerns. Two days later, the man cried that he could hear his dead wife speaking with him, and even more, he could communicate back. The scientists were intrigued, but were not convinced until the subject started naming dead relatives of the scientists. He repeated personal information to the scientists that only their dead spouses and parents could have known. At this point, a sizable portion of scientists left the study. After a week of conversing with the deceased through his thoughts, the subject became distressed, saying the voices were overwhelming, and every waking moment, his consciousness was bombarded by hundreds of voices that refused to leave him alone. He frequently threw himself against the wall, trying to elicit a pain response. He begged the scientists for sedatives so he could escape the voices by sleeping. This tactic worked for three days until he started having severe night terrors. The subject repeatedly said that he could see and hear the deceased in his dreams. On a 
Only a day later, the subject began to scream and claw at his non-functional eyes, hoping to sense something in the physical world. The hysterical subjects now said, the voices of the dead were deafening and hostile. Speaking of hell and the end of the world, at one point he yelled, no heaven, no forgiveness for five hours straight. He continually begged to be killed, but the scientists were convinced that he was close to establishing contact with God. After another day, the subject could no longer form coherent sentences. Seemingly mad, he started to bite off chunks of flesh from his arm. The scientists rushed into the chest chamber and restrained him to a table so he could not kill himself. After a few hours of being tied down, the subject halted his struggling and screaming. He stared blankly at the ceiling as teardrops silently streaked across his face. For two weeks, the subject had to be manually rehydrated due to the constant crying. Eventually, he turned his head and despite his blindness, made focused eye contact with the scientist for the first time in the study. He whispered, I have spoken with God, and he has abandoned us. Then his vital signs stopped. There was no apparent consequence. Uh, that was called Gateway of the Mind, written by Anonymous. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, the first one was a letdown. Yeah. I don't know if this one... This one was st- kind of sad. the landing. <laughs> it's just an old man. Yeah. Okay, but creepypastas, are they known? I was trying to find a really funny one that I heard about a guy who poops corn, and then when he sees the corn, it has coordinates, mm-hmm. and it's from a corn man in a field, and he goes sees the corn man, and then he becomes the new corn man, so he has to put coordinates on the corn, and this other guy eats the corn, and he poops out corn that has coordinates. That was a better one. That's the one I wanted to read. <laughs> Do a good voice. This one is called Licking. My great-grandmother lived alone up in the mountains at her cabin. Her husband was dead, so she was there all alone. She only had one companion, and that was her loving dog. They both adored each other, and the dog was of great comfort to her. Every night when she went to bed, the dog would lick her hand to let her know he was there to protect her. One night she had gone to bed and the dog had licked her hand, like he had done routinely every night since her husband died, but this night was different. She had woken up in the middle of the night because she had heard her dog whimpering. She wanted to comfort him and let her know that she was there for him. So she stuck her hand out by the bed and she felt the dog gently lick her hand like always. She figured he was just cold, so she went back to sleep. The dog's whimpering had woken her up a second time in the night, so she stuck her hand out. The dog licked it, and she went back to sleep. This happened a third time, and she stuck her hand out, and the dog stopped whimpering and came and licked her hand. She stayed awake for a few moments afterward, and she went back to sleep again. In the morning, she woke up and stuck her hand out by the bed, but nothing licked her hand. She had thought that the dog had already awakened and was just in the front room. She rolled over and out of bed, heard a drip, drip, drip trip she thought the sound was coming from the kitchen and turned the handles on the sink faucet but it wasn't the source of the noise after frustratingly checking the sink and its pipes she gave up continued into her bathroom and took a shower nice as she got closer to (laughs) as she got closer to the bathroom door it was evident that the sound was coming from within she opened the door looked above the bathtub and gasped in utter horror there hanging from the light by his collar was her loving companion his blood was dripping and into the bathtub she screamed and began to cry wiping her eyes and sobbing she turned and looked into the mirror in the mirror she saw the dog's reflection and written on the mirror in her dog's blood with drips and streaks hanging down from each letter were the words humans can lick too 
Ooh, it was a person licking wow. her. Wow, it was her husband. <laughs> That's a good one. It was her husband. <laughs> Okay, what about this? Do you want to tell our scariest story that's happened in real life? So it's one be night. such a long episode, <laughs> no matter how you edit this. Um, okay, so one night. No, it wasn't night. It was in the middle of the day. I was home alone, and I don't know what okay. this was. Oh, Actually, there's two things. I mean, there's sleep paralysis. I had one that was really bad. Um, Ooh, sleep paralysis is scary. Yeah, so, okay, so two s- short stories. So one one day I was home alone. I was like, okay, I'm going to get ready. My parents were gone somewhere. My brother was, like, away. Um, I was getting ready. I, had, like, got out of the shower. It was, like, probably one in the afternoon. And you know how my house isn't, yeah. like, it's not huge, but, like, it's, a, it's okay. But I went into yeah. the living room. And I was like in my towel and I was like, okay, let me go grab my clothes from the dryer. So I'm like, you were naked. Yeah, dude. Yes. Scary. (laughs) (laughs) So much. But then I swear, I kid you not. There was a a voice that went, yeah, Daniel. And I like turned and I was like, what? And I was like, um, that's in your head. And I swear. I I was like, mom, dad gets in your head. And then I was like, what the heck? And so, like, literally got dressed. I was in my bedroom now. And as I'm in my bedroom, I hear from the kitchen, Daniel. And I was like, okay, my parents have to be here. I went. Was it a man's voice? Yeah. And I went into the kitchen. My parents weren't there. The car was still gone. I, I checked the garage. The, the cars were still gone. I was like, what in the world? To this day, I still don't know what it is. Probably in my head, but still. It was probably God. Yeah. And you, like, ignored I, him. I 100% did say. Where he hears God in the middle of the night. Yeah. God, yeah, I was is like, that you? Yes, God. <laughs> okay, I've done that. <laughs> Nothing happened. Too. Um, <laughs> All right, I got, I got a okay, scary go. story, and then you can do. Okay, okay. One. So this is from when I was a kid. Okay. And I used to live in a campo, so this country. is a more rural area, more country area, and we had a pretty big house, um, and it was empty at the time. It was just me there. We had like an upstairs area. You know, Daniel knows the layout of the house, but it's like very spacious. Yeah, so like when you're like home alone, you're. There. It's a little scary when you're home alone. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had a big yard and everything, too. But here's the thing. We also had a really long driveway. So no one ever came down and bothered us. And so I was just watching TV, and someone knocks on the door. And I'm like, oh, heck no. We also have no blinds in our house except yeah. for in the living room, uh, which is important. So <laughs> I freak out a little bit. And I run to the side of the house. I go to my sister's room, actually. And I'm, like, looking through because she had um, a window right there so you could see mm-hmm. the porch. And I'm looking on the porch, and... I see this lady hunched over, old and like decrepit looking, uh, very witch-like is how I would describe her. Yeah. And I'm like, heck no, I ain't letting this lady in the house. I don't know who she is. I tried to call my parents, couldn't get a hold of them. I'm like, whatever, she's probably going to leave. But then I'm like, oh, I should see what car they're driving because maybe it is someone I know, like someone from church or whatever. There's no car in the driveway whatsoever. So that's weird because we have a really yeah. long driveway. And that's a lot of walking you'd have to do just to get up to our porch. So I'm like, that is weird. Yeah. And then I didn't see her for a little bit. So I go back to the living room. And this was TV. before like ring cameras were available and different things like that. So oh, yeah. th- there's like no, yeah, you have to look systems. through the window <laughs> and be terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hear the doorbell again and I go and it's the same lady and she's like being all witchy and creepy. And I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go hide upstairs. So I went upstairs. I'm hiding. And I decided to look outside, and she's not in the front anymore. So I look at the back window. She's at the back of the house walking around the house. And then so I go downstairs to the kitchen. Our kitchen had no blinds. But we have a ton of windows in our yeah, kitchen. So I'm so like crawling on the floor. And I kid you not, she's going around to each window and tapping on each window. 
And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And I'm horrified. So I just go upstairs and just hide until like my parents came home. But like no one believed no, me I that came, this happened. I came right after. Do you remember that? Oh, is that what happened? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, I don't, because you were no home one believed alone, me. And, and I was like horrified. I was freaked out because I was supposed to be spending the weekend there that like that same time. And I remember yeah. I got to your house and then no, <laughs> your house like, is scary. At yeah, night your too. house is so scary. We would always sleep upstairs just in case uh-huh. <laughs> for zombies or whatever. <laughs> well, you also had doors that led into your bedroom, like from the outside. So that was weird. Yeah, my, my bedroom had doors. So you could actually just go out on the porch. It was every was single bedroom. Out. Every single but bedroom like that you guys had killers had doors. Yeah, every every room had access to the porch. Yeah, and so super creepy. That's why we would I would always make Carson and I sleep upstairs because I was just like, dude, I am not getting like strangled. Um, but no, I remember I came over <laughs> literally like thirty minutes to an hour later, and then you're like, yeah, there was someone that was just there here was at the house, <laughs> and I was like, what? And you're like, yeah, they were just at the back door, and I literally like would for the entire weekend was just staring outside <laughs> your windows like uh it's scary it dude. was creepy yeah i don't know who it could have been like a neighbor maybe but like the way they were acting was weird yeah okay so i have one more story and it's not the sleep paralysis one it's a better one um that's oh, a better one yeah okay. okay i got one more too <laughs> okay good then i might have another one <laughs> okay let's just keep going so scary this is the time. creepiest thing that has ever happened to me in my entire right. life it's like a two-part. In your part. whole life. It, it's like a two-part. Yeah. Okay. So so I used to work at a church in Texas, and I was the um, mm, media guy. I have guy. heard this story. Um, I don't know if you've heard the two-parter, but so every week we would film announcements just so that we could like not have to have somebody come up there, talk for 10 minutes, all that type of stuff. We would go up there. And, like, we would be in the sanctuary. We would have, like, three or four people that would come and be like, yeah. hey, here are your scripts. This is what you're going to say. Then get in front of the camera and do it. And it would just be, like, three or four of us. And then two of my buddies, we were all just kind of, like, always hanging out. Um, so this was my senior mm-hmm. year in college, by the way. And I remember one time I was just sitting. So, like, I wouldn't stand behind the camera too long because they would always yeah. mess up. So it's just, like, pointless to just stand back there because it would take, like, five or six tries before they would actually get it and classic i remember i was sitting in the pews where like we were and i was just like kind of laying there and i remember sitting up and then i look towards the doors of the sanctuary and i just see this woman in white dressed in all white just walk past the door and Heck keep no. keep in mind it's nine o'clock Heck at night no la llorona dude da, it's la, la llorona, llorona. <laughs> it's nine o'clock la at llorona. night so everything is dark besides the sanctuary um and then I was like, me and the girl who was um, in front of the camera, I like looked at her and I was like, did you just see that? And she's like, yeah, I just saw that. And then everybody else was like, wait, what? Because they were facing towards the um, the stage. Yeah. And then I was like, it was like this woman dressed in all white. And then I was like, they're like, <laughs> no, what dude. the heck? That's creepy. And then, so I like, I was like, okay, that was weird. Maybe it's the upstairs because there were there's an apartment in that church where uh, a woman and her mm. daughter were living at the time, and so I was like, okay, that was weird. Like, let's just you know keep going. So we were ke- we kept going, and then in the middle of her announcements, that same lady walks by again, just like all what white, and it was heck, like flowy dude. dress and everything too. And did you follow her? So we, I okay. So at that moment, she like looks at me. I look at her, and I jump up and I run to the um 
the foyer and I looked and I didn't see <laughs> anybody. And this foyer has long hallways. No, and I was I like, like um, I was like, that's weird. And then no, that's scary. We finished the announcements because I like looked through the halls, couldn't see anybody. I was like, dude, maybe I was like, maybe it's the people upstairs. And they were like the people or the the pastor was like no they're they're not here right now because they went out what? they went out oh you talked to the pastor about it well he he was like the associate pastor my friend oh I see. and then so we're all like not a real well pastor. do we want to go check the entire church to see if we can find this person and then because they've also had problems with break-ins at this church so they're thinking oh, maybe it's somebody sketchy. so when we went out into um when we went out into the foyer the moment we went out in the foyer we see the girl and her daughter come from outside of the church with grocery bags. One girl was wearing all purple. The other mom was wearing a um, a red like shirt and black pants. And so we're like, not even close. Not what same. they were wearing. And we're like, were you guys just wearing white a second ago? They're like, what? No. We're like, we just swore we just saw some woman in white just like walking by like a couple of times at the front door. And they're like, no, Weird. we just got back right now. So we checked the entire church looking for everything. That's like, no. And that's the thing, too. We have the, um, this church had sensors in everything. And so anytime somebody walked in and yeah. out of a room, you can so check the sensor. Like no sensors were set off. And we were just like. Were you the only one to see her? No, no, no. It was me and um, the girl who was recording. Uh, so she saw her, yeah, too. Yeah, she, like, she 100% saw her. Saw her. Because we both looked at each other. She's like, did you just see that? And then, and so we checked the entire church. We checked the attic. We checked all the things and we could not find this lady. So fast forward a couple of weeks and I'm editing these video announcements by myself at the church. Oh no. The the girl and her daughter, the girl and her daughter moved out and like found a place. Yeah. So I go into the office. I had like the keys and passcodes and everything like that. And I would just go into the office probably about like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night and just work in there. And so I was working one night and I was just like, I would always, I was always freaked out because that church is huge and there's so many corners and it's all dark and everything. So I would just go in through a back or I would go in through the front door, go into the office and then I would like lock everything. Like even in the office, I would lock yeah. the office just, just in case. Um, and so I would also have TV going. So one night I was there working till about like, I don't know, 11 or 12 o'clock. And I was like, all right, I'm going to head out. And I start shutting everything down. I turn off the lights and I would walk through the church with my flashlight on just because, you know, I mm-hmm. didn't want to leave the lights on. And then weirdo. I remember as I walk into the the foyer, there's two TVs in the foyer that show like pre-service announcements before like church starts. Yeah. And I look at the TV and like all of a sudden it turns bright blue. Like it just turns on. There's, I don't have a remote to these TVs. Those were kept in a different office. It turned bright blue like that little blue like, you know, screen that it would show. And yeah. then all of a sudden the sound turns on on the TV and it does a little um, the fuzz like screen. What is that called? Um, uh, like the white noise. I know you're, the white noise screen and just yeah, went, noise. and like was so loud and i like ran out of that like church i like didn't set the alarm i told them to set it manual or like (laughs) over their phone because they could do that i ran out of that church so quick and i like got in my car i looked and then the second tv turns on and then it starts doing that thing and i sped out of the the church so quickly dude i can i didn't hear this part of the story the amount of like terror that ran through my body was oh yeah especially after seeing that lady exactly 
and th- we come to find out Whatever that we be. asked the pastor about it, and he said that a couple years ago when they first started the church, a coven used to meet on their property. They're, they had like a huge land, oh, and there was a, a piece of concrete where they would go and find what sacrificed. What a great place to build a church. Right. No, they would find sacrificed animals on their property. Like during when the church was like happening, This like these witches would come by, sacrifice an animal, and they would have like blood all over the thing. And they were like, they had to get like the cops involved and everything like that too. So that freaked me yeah, out. that's wild. Way more after finding all that. <laughs> I was just like. Well, and you know, I had to, I took a class on demonology. Uh-huh. And we studied like different types of witchcraft and satanism and stuff like that and like for the most part wiccan wicca and like witchcraft is like pretty tame like it's not that crazy so the fact that they were doing animal sacrifices yeah means they were like something else like something worse than what you're assuming because yeah like in in the world of witchcraft like they don't kill animals they because they're all vegetarians and crap so that's actually like really extra creepy yeah extra creepy so it was it was something out of a horror movie dude and i like that's cool Yeah, I, and it was funny. When I went back to um, Texas in February, we talked about the woman in white yeah. thing, and then we ended up like going to search all the rooms again just to see if we could find uh, You know they tell all the new people that story, too. Oh, like, yeah. Pro- well, actually, <laughs> everybody that's there that was there when it happened is left the church now, and they're all dead. No, I'm just kidding. No, but they all like moved on. Oh. <laughs> um, the only all person, witches now. Actually. Yeah, the only person that's there is the uh, the who was the associate pastor is now the um, or he was the youth pastor. He is now the senior pastor. Wow. There. But I it feel was, like youth pastors always have crazy stories. Like it was wild, dude. I don't know what it was. If it was a prank, I kind of honestly want to call my friend to see if like she remembers. Like, bro, it. just tell me. I mean, that would be a good prank, though. Like, oh yeah, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't tell you. Oh no, never. Yeah, I would like leave me free, especially because they knew that every night I was coming there, I was like, um, I mean, there's a couple there like options of what it could have been, I guess, but like, it's too weird. It, it's just still weird. It's too way. weird, especially that we checked every single room, and no, and like no sensors. The were, person like was able to escape if they mm-hmm. were just running around. Like that's weird. Um, yeah, and and that was the thing too. It wasn't story. like this blob or anything. It was like a a full on person. Yeah, it wasn't an orb. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Orbs are scary though. Okay, this one's uh not as scary as that. Oh, okay, all. good. Think but I mean, I scared myself as someone who lived it. It scared the crap out of me. Um, so as you know, Alyssa and I attended Biola University, and we uh were both in the dorms at one point, and we both stayed in Stewart Hall which has a reputation as being a dorm where there's been some supernatural happenings of sorts. Um, that's just the reputation I heard. Even a professor told me this once, nice. which is weird. Uh, so I'm like, okay, whatever. But one night, we're all, it was late. It was like maybe two in the morning, that kind of thing. Like everyone was just hanging out in the lobby, doing their thing. It, was like a, it felt like a pretty active night overall. And Alyssa and I were in the lobby, and we just start hearing the loudest scream from a, a woman, yeah, like a female scream. And it's getting louder, and then we see one of the doors, because from the lobby, you can see the girl's side. Um, and one of the doors swings open, and you see, like, this girl in there. She's screaming her lungs out, and her roommate's, like, holding her, like, trying to, like, keep her from moving. And Campo, Campus Safety ends up getting called, and they show up. 
and everyone's like at this point like on high alert like this girl's voice sounds like weird at this point too like it starts to sound like deeper almost like yeah possession vibes and so i went ahead and went outside to where campus safety was because i was curious and i was eavesdropping and i was listening to one of the campus safety officers talking about how like this girl was stronger than she should be and how he thinks it might be like demonic possession or something oh, wow. and like something not psychological. Cause she's like, he's not falling under any of our like tests, like to be like someone that's having like a schizophrenic episode. Yeah. She has no history of that. So that happened. They took her away. They literally took her away and the school never like talked about it or anything. Usually when something like bad happened, like someone like tried to kill himself or whatever, they yeah, make yeah. an announcement, uh, like a prayer thing. And there was nothing ever said about this girl. So that was scary. Right. Weird. But, we just like, whatever, maybe it was like, she had like some kind of mental breakdown, kind of dismissed it. But then Alyssa and I were in her dorm room, just hanging out and we start hearing this weird noise and we're like tripping out and it sounds kind of like a, I don't know, like a gurgly noise. And so we're looking all over the room, like what could that possibly be? And it turns out it was just a water bottle. Her roommate's water bottle was making a gurgly noise and we're like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then once we found it and put it back, in the corner of the room, I kid you not, we heard a deep, like, dark, demonic-sounding voice say something. We don't know what it said. And we both jumped, and I'm like, was that the water bottle? Like, what the hell was that? And I go over to the corner. It wasn't the water bottle, obviously. It was something else. Right. And we don't know what it was. There was nothing there. Never happened again. Scared the crap out of us. We both talk about it still to this day. Like, we're both like, we have no idea what that was. It was an all-girls floor. Oh, my So there's, gosh. like, I don't know. I really don't that know what it could have been, but it was like very scary. Yeah, yeah, it scared the crap out of me. We t- we talk about it often. I'm like, remember when we heard Satan? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, want to review this last movie? All right, let's talk about this last movie, guys. Thank you for that special or listening to that special segment of Creepy Pasta and Daniel and Carson's scary stories for the day. Daniel and Carson. I'm gonna probably take a lot of the Creepy Pasta stuff. Out. You just trim the tr- trim the fat, trim the fat. Yeah. Anyway, all right, guys, so for our last movie, we watched the best movie of horror and regeneration of um, genre. Like a reboot? Yeah, called The Invisible Man, the 2020 version. This was actually one of the last movies I saw before the pandemic hit. Same. Yep. And, uh, guys, this movie, I don't know if it did super well box office-wise. I think it did get a re-release after COVID happened and once all It did the- good. It was shot for $7 million and made $144 million. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's got Elizabeth Moss, who is very um, popular in what she does. It has Aldous Hodge, who is probably one of my favorite actors. In, um, he's good. I think he's an underrated actor, in my opinion. Um, and I want to see more of him. But yeah, it's a great movie. And here is the logline for it. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. A series of coincidences turn lethal. Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. Ooh. Um, all right, give it to him. The, the give, him, give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. So basically there's this woman who is in a violent relationship with this guy named Adrian Griffin, who is the invisible man. But yeah, she's in this violent relationship. He's definitely like controlling and abusive, but he's also super smart and super rich. 
she wants out of this relationship. So she ends up drugging him um, with diazepam. And she's able to escape the house with some help from her sister. So, like, this was clearly, like, a bad situation for her to be in. So she ends up escaping the house. And she ends up, um, you know, getting some help from this detective who's also, like, a really great character in this movie. Uh, detective James and his teenage daughter. So they're like, she's, like, staying with them. They're kind of helping her out. But then start you start to see these strange things start happening in the house. And this is right after her ex-boyfriend commits suicide allegedly and as it turns out this ex-boyfriend may not be as dead as you think and some scary things are going on in the house he very much faked his death and is using an invisible suit to torment his ex-girlfriend yep and yeah lots of chaos ensues uh people don't believe her they think she's crazy and he's just terrorizing her, and the she ends up uh, coming up with a plan to fight back, and that's that's kind of the gist of it without spoiling, because I think the ending's really cool. So yeah, the ending that's is the great. that's the main the main plot there. I think this is an awesome movie. Yeah, so this one's one of my favorites. I would definitely give this um, this movie about a nine out of ten. It's really strong. It doesn't. It's not slow either. Like from the get go, mm. it like you're in the middle of this it's like a thriller tense situation. Yeah. And um, and honestly, if you guys don't watch any other movie, I would say just please watch this. Has some kills in it that just are just for the hospital scene. <laughs> yes, so it so has some sick, kills that are dude. pretty intense, not super intense. IMDb would still it's very rate stylized, them se- severe, but they're not as crazy. Um, so if you can get past that, the rest of the movie is a really good like. It's a really good movie. Anyway, yeah. so likes and dislikes. Let's do it. Um, for uh, me, for, for you, <laughs> you want to go first? No, for you, for you. <laughs> okay. And you go, you go. Okay, so, um, yeah, this is also a Blumhouse um, movie. Yeah, I just had a stretch. <laughs> uh, directed by Leigh Winnell. He co-wrote Insidious and Saw. Yep. So we've ha- talked about him in the past. He also did the movie Upgrade. I mentioned it earlier because I thought mm, that movie's this, amazing. Yeah, um, that movie's awesome. So same kind of camera work. They use this cool robot camera thing. Uh, anyways, yeah. Okay, Go so do it. Likes and dislikes. This movie has a really good. I mean, like if anybody knows the Invisible Man, like the story of it, you kind of already know what's happening in this movie. It's nothing demonic. It's nothing witchcraft. It's more, in a sense, in this movie. Like, it focuses on technology and abuse and different things like that and uh, driving this girl crazy. So, all of the camera work is amazing in it. There's nothing bad that I was like, "Ah, that kind of sucked. There's one dislike I have that everybody raved about. But for me, when I watch it, it didn't get me, like, as excited. So, it is the kitchen fight scene when... um, Oh, it's so good, bro. The, the, to me, I think it's great, but the animation on it to like CGI him out of there or green screen him out. Yeah. I just on the rewatch, it just looked bad. Like when looking at her arms and mm. looking at her it and even like in her neck portion when she's getting choked, it looked really bad. Um and I don't think it held up a little bit. The camera work on it is so cool and I like the choreography so good, and all of it. 
but that specific scene mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. not like at all. The rest of the stuff, though, like the hospital scene, the um, house scene, or even the scene where um, – no, that is the hospital scene. Um, all of that kind of like is really, really well done. But for the most part, I mean, the only scene that I really hated was that kitchen scene because I don't think the CGI was as great as everybody is, like, raving about. Okay. That's fair, I guess. Um, but other than that, other other than me hating Elizabeth Moss because... <laughs> yeah, Daniel has an irrational fear of her. I don't have a fear of her. I just Hatred do not her. like her. <laughs> um, I don't think she was great in Handmaid's Tale. she's Tale. such a good actress. She's a very good actress, but something about her I just do not like. And... Um, yeah, but she's a really good actress, and I think she was perfect for the role. I, obviously, I think that's she's why. She's so good in Us. Have you seen Us, uh, the Jordan Peele film? Uh, is she in Us? Oh, wait. Yeah, she is. She plays the yeah, she, um, the friend, she's right? The, the white lady. Yeah, the white friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she is very good she's in Us. She's creepy. Yeah. So, uh, overall. It's another actual good Blumhouse movie. Yes. Overall, this movie is pretty fantastic, and I highly recommend this movie. This is actually the only, the second time that I've seen this movie. I only watched it that one time when I was Same. in theaters, and then I didn't watch it again because it was so great. And then on the second watch, I was like, this still is a really good movie. I only rewatched the hospital scene. Just <laughs> I, love, I think it's so sick. Yeah. Um, so I guess that gets into my likes is I think the cinematography in this and the choreography, like you said, is kick ass. Yeah, it's like, brilliant. It's the coolest stuff ever. It's like everything you liked about Upgrade. Okay, maybe people people probably haven't even seen Upgrade. No, Upgrade's such an like an under like It's like body horror action yeah. film. Yeah. So everything you like visually about Upgrade is brought into this. And I haven't seen any other movies try to copy that, which is cool, because that means he can keep doing his own style his way for as long as he can yeah so people start copying it but yeah so i love the visual style of it i think the overall theming of this film is really like powerful especially for those that have been through like domestic abuse i think yeah there's something you can latch on to there's a really cool story of not quite revenge but of justice. sticking up for yourself yeah. in this justice yeah so i think there's a some really cool themes there that are worth exploring and also it's just a good reimagining of like the classic universal movie that doesn't feel cheesy and it feels yeah it justifies itself existing like it feels different and new enough but the same in some ways to justify its existence so yeah i think it's a great movie i think for a lot of you that maybe aren't super big on horror films you might be okay with this because it does feel a bit more thriller to me yeah it's like thriller drama it's still a horror film but there's thriller and drama elements yeah so give it a watch uh it's a good one it's a fun movie. It's a crowd pleaser for sure. Yeah, 100%. Also, I just found out the director might be doing a Green Hornet movie. Oh, interesting. Which would be really cool. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay, guys. So that is Invisible Man. It is a great movie. Go check it out. It is on... What is it on? HBO, maybe? I own it. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll check for you guys. I'll check for you guys. So if you folks ever want to be able to find a movie quickly and see what streaming service it's on, there's a website called justwatch.com. You just type in the name of the movie or TV show, and you'd be able to find every streaming service it's on. Nice. Even if it's ones where you have to pay, it'll say how much you have to pay. You can compare prices or if it's in 4K or not. But, yeah, this one's on Peacock and Fubo. What the hell's 
Fubo is a free streaming service, so if you don't have Peacock, you can watch it on there. Yeah. Um, but also, this movie's worth owning, but... Yeah, and then Peacock's only $5 a month, so if you if you want to catch a couple movies... Yeah, Peacock is on cancel. the come up, dude. Peacock is really good. Um, okay, cool. Decent, decent movies. So, guys, that is it, then, for the 31 days of Halloween. Ooh, you guys oh, made oh, oh, it. Oh, oh. You finished. Um... <laughs> That's well, what she said. <laughs> you finished. <laughs> uh, you did it. Yay. Yay. Guys, we really hope you enjoyed um, this <laughs> whole season of 31 Days yeah. of Halloween. Guys, it has been so much fun. It has been fun. Um, has it? I think so. What? Did you not think so? <laughs> you no, know, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot um, of fun. Thank you for all of our listeners. We... um. We have a ton of listens right now. Yeah, we do. We are kind of. This is why we do this is because it helps boost up our um, our overall listens. I don't. Our marketing. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is I was just looking on the the podcasters app today, and some of our episodes from last year, like shot up like crazy dude like the charlie brown know, one not this year got like another hundred listens i was like what are what, like can we please move away from charlie brown like i don't get it <laughs> who's listening do you think random people are just looking up charlie brown reviews Ye- yeah probably i mean shoot <laughs> and we're just the only review <laughs> yeah. only people have ever um, reviewed charlie brown yeah guys also thank you so so much for spending your hard-earned money to purchase one of our shirts that we um yes that we created for this season we are looking into making um like neutral branded shirts um or things non-halloween yeah just like uh clean slate podcast um merch pretty soon yeah but a special shout out to all those people: Christina, Alex, Michael, Leandra, Quentin, Tim, Justin. Is we gave him a free one, and then my mom and dad. <laughs> all of you guys in the NorCal. Uh, I know Jack Talley got wow, one. Should I read? David Phillips. Yeah, I just want to give a special shout out to all of them. I mean, guys, you, um, you, you, you made our day for for Joe, supporting Joe us. Joe and Alan, thank you. Everyone else. Yeah, all missed. the. Um, Blake and Mom Matt and, and all those guys. Yeah, dude. Blake, Matt, Brock. Yep. I don't think they even listen. I just told them to buy shirts. <laughs> hey, but they all so wore respect, them and they respect. took pictures. So, yeah, guys. Um, yeah, For exactly. Halloween, if you are listening to this before you're trick-or-treating, take a picture of yourself wearing your shirt. We should actually just all wear our shirts oh. tomorrow. Um, so, for guys, Halloween. yeah, everybody wear your shirt tomorrow or today. We're recording this before. Oh. Yeah, wear them today. <laughs> yeah, today's Halloween. So um, wear them today, guys. Also, we have some extras. So if you missed out and you want to buy them mm-hmm. and you're size lar- extra large and smaller, yeah. DM us. Yeah, DM us. We have a couple extra guys and we could um, sell them to you for. We'll see what we can do. A little bit cheaper, maybe. Um, uh, guys. Exactly. Well, thank you for another great 31 days of Halloween and season here is to many more for season two of the clean slate podcast. We started off every year with Halloween and Christmas is coming up. So guys um, stay tuned. But next month, actually this Friday we are starting our new series. Nolan Vember slash Noir Vember. We're going to be watching a couple of Christopher. Yeah. We'll throw in a bonus one for our chit chat. Um, but we're going to be talking about doing, uh, or we're going to be talking about Christopher Nolan and all of his great films. There's a couple yeah, that we want to cover, especially basically. Oppenheimer 
and we want to get into that. So, mm-hmm. guys, stay tuned. We got plenty more content coming up, and we're only getting better from here. Honestly, Carson and I are not running yes. out of ideas. If anything, we're running like we're running into too many ideas. Too many ideas. <laughs> so, um, and not enough money to do them. <laughs> exactly, guys. Also, if you do want to support us, there's a subscribe option. Yes. Yeah, Carson. Yeah, let them know about that. Yeah, so if you guys go to our Spotify page, there's an option, I believe, to pay like $5 a month or something like that. It helps out a lot. Um, I'll double check and make sure it's all up and running. But yeah, I highly recommend that if you want to keep us having a little bit of money to try to, you know, watch all these movies and do some And boost some of our posts so we can get out there more. Yeah. Um, guys, it would be it would mean a lot to us. Obviously, there's no obligation. We will continue to do this for free. Right now, we don't have any. Fund. Yeah, <laughs> but guys, thank you so much. You've got us almost to eight thousand total listens, and honestly, it's not that much, but it is. It's a lot for us, and I'm very happy with exactly. all of you guys. And yeah, DM us. Let us know what you guys want to hear. What you guys want to see next coming up for season two of the Clean Slate Media podcast. Mondays. Media Mondays are gonna start happening. <laughs> Um, anyway guys so yeah it's been fun and uh, we're here for a long ride so buckle up because we got a lot more coming your way that's a clean slate nice wow we did it